Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, welcome to this week's episode of The Fearless Mohead. I am so excited that you're hanging out with me and I'm excited because you're in for a special treat. On today's episode, you're going to listen to a cafecito chat that I had with an amazing Latina health coach. Her name is Perla Cardenas. She has a master's degree in business administration and is precision nutrition level one certified. She is currently in progress of becoming a certified personal trainer. Perla helps Latinas build healthy, sustainable lifestyles that will help you achieve the transformation you've always wanted without restriction or dieting. She works exclusively with Latinas who want to have a better relationship with food and their body. Perla knows firsthand what it feels like to not have confidence in your body. She struggled for years in a vicious cycle of losing and gaining weight. She was tired of the yo-yo dieting, low-carb calorie diets, and wanted something that would help her get fit, strong, and healthy for the rest of her life. Listen, you guys, she is an amazing mujer. And let me just tell you, I had the honor of working with her Like she was my nutrition coach for a few months and I did lose weight, but more than anything, I have such a better relationship with food and I didn't feel like, oh my God, I can't have that and I need to only eat this and I didn't feel like stressed out at all. So she's my friend now. (laughs) You guys, I make everybody my friend, but I just loved having her on. You know that with a cafecito chat, we talk a little bit about everything, but some of the things that we focused on during our conversation was really the mission behind why she started her brand and her company, Latina Strength, and why it's important that as Latinas, we need to have a better relationship with food and how we can begin to love our body. And hey, we even threw in some entrepreneurship in there, so... I know you're going to love this episode. I know that you are going to be inspired and empowered. And you can actually find Perla on Instagram. I know you're going to want to follow her after you listen to this episode. So her handle is Latina.Strength. So go check her out. Go follow her. Go check out what she's doing. And I hope that you enjoy today's episode. God bless. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. I'm so excited. I have an amazing mujer on the podcast today. We're just going to have a cafecito chat. My friend Perla Cardenas is joining me today. Welcome to The Fearless Mujer, Perla. Hi, Micaela. Thank you so much for having me. I love our conversation, so I can't wait to dive deep into this one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to have Perla on because 
<laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Perla is my, is it like nutritionist, coach, nutritional coach? coach. She's my coach. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> There's um, no right way. Yeah. So, I mean, we're definitely, I definitely want to talk about that. But every time we're talking, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, we just have really great conversations. And I'm like, I need her to come on because I know that you will inspire all the fearless mujeres out there. So thank you for sharing your time with me. Oh, I'm so happy to be here and just, you know, sharing like more, you know, with with other Latinas and other mujeres that I'm sure, you know, have felt this way, like you and I have both. So I'm yeah, excited. for sure. Um, So I know you, but <laughs> tell listeners all about who you are. Tell us a little bit about who is Perla. Yeah. So, you know, my name is Perla. I um, grew up in Southern California, currently living in Southern Illinois. Uh, we are a military family. Um, but, you know, I got my bachelor's, I got my MBA, and there has been like a big shift, you know, in my life, my life these past couple of years and like wanting to focus like more on nutrition and fitness and kind of started like dabbling in there and starting my own business. So it's just, man, it just brings me so much joy. Like I love like the work that I do, like in my day job and stuff, but it's just like, it's just a whole nother thing, like working and talking with other like Latinas, not only like in a coaching client, like relationship type deal, but like connecting with other Latinas like you and, um, you know, other mujeres that I have met through this journey and just like linking up in this community. And it has just like, I feel like empowered me and just like lit this like fuel of like fire, like underneath me. And it's just like, you know, this life that I get to live to really dive deep into like our culture and just be part of the community, even though I like live in Southern Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool. And I agree with you. First Mm -hmm. of all, congratulations on, you know, branching out on your own because Mm -hmm. that takes a lot of courage to do. But I feel the same way you do. And I know we met and I'm going to say how we met because I'm always reminding listeners, go out there and connect, put yourself out there. It's weird. Yeah. Like it's, it's weird. It's like you're dating. (laughs) In a way it is. Cause you're like, I don't know if I like this person or if this person likes me. <laughs> um, yeah. But we, I don't know. It was a, a like a group for Latinas and you kind of just posted like that you wanted to connect and I'm like, Oh, cool. Yeah. And yeah. then we just clicked. <laughs> we did. We had like our first meeting. I was a little nervous. I was just like, I've had a couple of these before. And, you know, they didn't go bad, but I didn't like really click. And then the, our first couple of sentences, I was just like, oh, man, this this person. <laughs> and then here we are. Like, I don't even know how long ago that was. It feels like forever now. <laughs> but it, it was. It was yeah. a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like early, like March or April or so, I think. Um, so it's been quite some time. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's just so cool how, you know, I always feel that God connects you with people and it's just so cool because, you know, you've been my coach. We'll get into that, but also like you helped me with my market research and, you know, we talk on IG. And so it's just so cool how you can kind of, when you're intentional, a friendship will actually grow. And we're both, 
you know, solopreneurs, I guess. (laughs) So just being able to talk about that is so refreshing when someone else can relate to your journey, which obviously we're on two different paths, but we're both working with Latinas, which I absolutely love. Oh yeah, for sure. So that being said, um, tell us about your business, Perla. Yeah, man. Okay. So I, I work with, you know, exclusively like with Latinas, um, you know, and it, it all kind of like, you know, without getting into like, okay, this is what I do, um, you know, kind of a little bit of like history of like, why such a big like shift, you know, from like what I went to school for and like what I studied my butt off in college and in grad school. Um, you know, and it's just like, I, I've had a long history of like not feeling good enough, you know, in my own body size. Um, I was constantly like being told I was too heavy for my high and, you know, it really hit me like when I was, you know, in my undergrad and I was denied like entry into the military because I was too heavy for my height. And that crushed me, um, you know, and, and it crushed me because like I knew that wasn't me. Like I, I had this idea that like I was fit, you know, I was passing fitness exams with like 90% or above. And then here I was being told I was too big, you know, and and I couldn't proceed. So that really like spiraled for me, like into an unhealthy relationship with food. I gained a lot of weight and I just didn't feel like myself. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't like the body that I was growing like into. Um, so I wanted some change, but that came with a lot of restrictive dieting, a lot of yo-yoing and a lot of back and forth. And that wasn't me either. <laughs> so, you know, trying, trying to, to find a way to, to feel good, like in my body and like, you know, at the weight that I was. And, you know, that's when I kind of like started like educating myself and like nutrition and fitness and, you know, how that would work for me and like my lifestyle. And I, I kind of slowly started to recognize that I was standing against like the rules of the diet industry. Um, you know, and that's when kind of like change really started happening for me, not physically, it was more mentally and emotionally. And then the physical change that came later, of course, but I was in a much better position to like accept my body for what it was, as opposed to having this constant desire to make it smaller. And and that's really like where Latina like strength stems from. It's just like, you know, getting away from that idea or that concept of like smaller is better because it's not, um, you know, and, and we talk about this and it's just, it's Latino strength is more than just like focusing your life around food and fitness. Like it's about the whole person, like who you are as an individual, like what are your culture, um, you know, desires, like where do you come from? How did you grow up? Like, what is your lifestyle? Like, what do you know? What's your experience? Like, it's so, it's so much deeper. Um, you know, and that's kind of like where I'm headed in the direction with Latina strength and like helping Latinas kind of find their way, you know, with what they want. <laughs> I love that. And I love that you like Latina strength because, <laughs> right, it's so fitting to the fitness and the nutrition. But with with working with you, I know that it's really uh, from your mind. It's a mindset thing. It's how you are looking at your food or at the way you eat. And it's really empowering. And that's why I really wanted you to come on because 
you are Latina. You know how we eat, right? You know, some exactly. of us love tacos and some of us yeah. love Puerto Rican rice. And we, just, we have, and you know, I'm from Chicago, so we got some good food over there. I've been to Chicago and it's very good. Man, I miss the pizza over there, but that's another episode. So I, I just love your, your mission and that, mm-hmm. you know, you know how we eat, you know, that we love our tamales and our conchas and our, you know, so tell me more about Latinas, their relationship with food. And you're talking about no dieting. This is like, is this like (laughs) a bad word? Is this taboo? Because, you know, but can I say this? Like, I love what I love about you is that you're not, you're not forcing someone to be skinnier, lose weight, go mm-hmm. to the gym all the time. Right. You're mm-hmm. really like partnering with someone to help them love themselves, help them see themselves, you know, as I guess as the strong Latina, right? That that we are. So let's kind of talk more about our relationship with food, but also our maybe body confidence. Yeah, for sure. And and I love that you bring up the concept of food, right? Because like, you know, we know like the foods we grew up with, like they're delicious, you know, <laughs> I, you know, myself, I'm sure with you as well. And a lot of other Latinas that I also speak with kind of like when, when they want to reach a goal or, or they want to, you know, lose weight or, or get fit or something, they think our food is off limits. Like, it's the first thing that goes like no more pan dulce, like no more leche con cafecito. Oh my God. <laughs> El pan, none, zero. Like all the pan in the house has to go. Right. And we, we set up like these rules and it's just like, and I was tired of that, you know, because it's just like, I love our food. Like, I don't want to ever feel like I can't cook or enjoy the food that my mom or that my abuelita makes like you know or I have to say no to certain things like that I know that I love because I love me some pozole con tostadas mm-hmm. like you know and I don't ever want I never wanted to feel like that again where I couldn't have the food that I grew up like having but then we kind of then start talking about like our relationship with food you know yeah. like why, why do we have that, does that need to like restrict so much in order to meet the goals? Because having goals is not bad. Like if you, you know, like, and I, I speak for myself, you know, like, you know, my abuelita, like she passed away, like having diabetes, you know, and um, you know, it kind of like runs in my family. So that kind of like scared me a little bit. And like, I didn't want to get like big and, you know, I, I wanted to stay fit because I love to exercise. It's just, it's one of my like joys in life, you know, but it's just kind of like, well, like, how do I like reach my goals without being so restrictive? Right. There's nothing wrong with someone wanting to lose weight. There's nothing wrong with someone wanting to be like fit, healthy, like active, right. Because that's going to help us like in the long term, as opposed to just changing your body composition or just like wanting to look a certain way. Right. So nothing wrong with that stuff. It's just, it's the journey on how you get there that could be unhealthy or healthy to be completely honest. And we're, we're taught from a very young age to eat everything that we're served. Like mm-hmm. we can't be wasteful because our parents didn't have much growing up, you know, yeah. like we didn't waste food. Like 
you, you know, I'm sure many of us have experienced like sitting at the kitchen table until we finished all of our food. Yes. And around age eight or 10 or so, the comments about our bodies like start, you know, about the estás poniendo poquita gorda or, or estás muy flaca. Estás muy flaca. Tienes que comer más, you know. And, you know, with these, we start noticing like these changes happening in our body. And then we're told like to start watching like what we're eating all while being taught to eat all of our food or there'll be consequences. So mm-hmm. like mixed messages that we've been getting since we were kids, you know, and, and, and nothing wrong with that, you know, because like our parents grew up very differently than how we grew up as well. And then, you know, as we mature, the, the rate of our beauty and our worth is matched to this body, to our body size, whether estamos flaca or estamos mm. like, you know, so those connections start to be made. And now going into our, you know, we, we have family members that might start comparing our bodies to our sisters, mm-hmm. to our primas. And then by the time we're teenagers, we have this idea that we're not good enough and we have to try everything to try to have a smaller body or si estás flaquita to try and gain weight. So yeah. you know, it's just, it's this vicious cycle that like follows us into adulthood. And then we project onto our children. Wow. So, That's so good. Yeah. Like all that to say is that we do need to work on our relationship, like with food, you know, because, you know, not only with food, but with ourselves, because like of these ideas and these words that have kind of been projected to us since like we were very, very young. Wow. I love, I just love your, your perspective because where did we decide? And I think it does have to do a lot with our American culture, right? American culture tells you kind of the opposite because for a while I'm, I'm actually starting to see more, um, more like, uh, how could I put it more curvier women on TV? I was actually listening to this, um, like Spanish radio station earlier this morning, and they were saying the same thing. Like, it's not that you see models anymore. You're actually seeing people that look normal, right? That look more like us. But I'm saying that because for a while you had to be a size zero. That's what was considered beauty, right? And so at some point, I think that we just decided, well, I need to count my carbs. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Okay. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I'm just saying that it's a difference of like how, Mm -hmm. how you grow up you know, my dad was Mexican from Mexico. So you grow up very different. And you're right. Like, I don't know how many times my dad would be like, Comete todo. and if mm-hmm. maybe I don't know if you remember, but like, if you go to somebody's house, and you don't get a second plate, it's like an insult. It's so true. But I think that mm-hmm. so I'll just share my experience working yeah. with you because I've, I've only done like a detox before with a coach. I've never worked with a nutrition coach Mm -hmm. or fitness coach, Mm -hmm. but you were like me, you were, you know, Latina. I trusted you. I saw you eating a concha and IG and I'm like, what? (laughs) And then you said, you can eat your wings. And I'm like, what? 
wait, yeah. what, Perla? Like, what are you talking about? I think so, that was one of our first meetings. <laughs> that was it. Like, you, you, like, you hooked me when you said I could eat my wings. But what I loved was that number one, like, you, you, and I'm not saying this because, like, you're my friend now. I'm just saying, right. <laughs> you know, you cared about me. Yeah. I shared a lot of personal things about what I don't like about my body. Yes, you heard it right, guys. The yeah. fearless one head doesn't like certain things about her body, okay? Because she's not don't in a 20, year old body anymore. <laughs> so, you know, I love that. You're, it's just a place where it's okay, like, to not feel bad. Yeah. That's something so freeing that like, I'm going to give myself permission to eat this taco to eat yes. and it's okay. And so I wanted to share that because I think that for a lot of us, we love to eat, right? Mm-hmm. We come from, from our culture of eating. That's yeah. how we celebrate. Yes. We have this very loving relationship with our food, but yeah. also we don't have to restrict ourselves. That's kind of like, I think the more you restrict yourself, like behavior modification doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yep. You know? So, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to touch on that because I think that the most important thing, you know, is loving yourself. And so when you have someone on the other end who has, you know, Mm -hmm. done her research, has already worked with clients, knows what she's talking about because you're practicing what you preach. Yeah. It really changes your perspective when it comes to your relationship with food and loving your body. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, I think like like you hit it like pretty good, you know, that like our culture, just the way that like food is incorporated into our lives is super important. Like we use it as so much like celebration. And like, when you take that away, like people don't realize like how much it does to you that like, really like causes you to go into like distress and like feel lonely and feel disconnected and like all of these other like things but like when we start to view food like as our fuel and once we get past the ideas of having to constantly like diet or do like detoxes like you know we can see that we can reach our goals in a healthy and sustainable way you know, by addressing the habits that we have around food, as opposed to the food itself, like, you know, focusing on our behaviors, like how we approach it, how we view it, our mindset, um, you know, and then like the changes in your body physically will naturally come and, and, and you've experienced it. Yeah. You know, and a lot of, you know, my other clients as well, and kind of just like, how good does it feel to say, like, I never have to do a diet again in my life and still feel good about myself? Oh, my God. Turn up the volume, guys. Okay. (laughs) No, I lost. I lost 10 pounds. We've only been working together like three months and I was sick. So that I don't know, that kind of messed me off and threw me off. But I think one of the most is one of the most important things is that for me, I decided I'm going to do this work within myself, within my body, because here I am, you know, um, empowering women and going on this journey of becoming an empowered woman myself. But there's this part of me that I just didn't want to kind of look at or, you know, 
And it's not that I think I'm ugly. Like I told my husband, you know that you have a hot wife, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I mess around with him, but it's not that I have a low self-esteem. It's just that, okay, I'm not, I'm not 21 or 22. But mm. for me, the most important thing was, well, who can I trust with this information, right? Who's going to get where I come from and who's going to get that? Like I've changed and, and whatever. Right. So I really love that. And Hey guys, if, if you need to work with someone, I recommend Perla, but anybody out there that you're like, who can you trust with this information about the insecurities that you have about your body? Because it's so important that we don't put a bandaid over and this, I know this is a very sensitive topic, but look, look, my pant size is in the double digits, but it is what it is. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm just saying, because like, this is what the fearless mujer is. We're, we're not sugarcoating. We're being for real. Yeah. Like all of us have insecurities and our bodies change. And so we have to be able to go somewhere where we can trust someone with that information exactly. so they can help us. Because I'm not an expert in that area. You are. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so I don't know if that was a little bit off topic, but I just kind of mm-hmm. wanted to throw that out there for someone that may be listening. That's like, oh, that sounds really good. But like, um, you know, that I just I can't trust anyone with that information. So mm-hmm. if I could just ask a question, yeah. let's just say I'm a girl that cannot afford to pay for a coach because mm-hmm. I'm just not there yet. Right trying yeah. to catch up or I'm on a strict budget. Yeah. How, how can you, what can you say to that woman mm-hmm. so that she can start kind of stepping into this journey of starting to have a better relationship with her food? Oh yeah. That's a really great question. You know, I, I think like, um, well, one, one step forward is, you know, and, and not many people have like heard this term before, but like intuitive eating, right? So like, you know, getting in, in line with like your hunger cues and like looking at food as like, like fuel, you know, as opposed to like restriction, 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 right? Because that's like the first thing that like we think of, right? And and it, it's very similar to like, you know, touching back on like children, like children eat when they're hungry. And children don't eat when they're not hungry, um, you know, and, and it seems like such a like basic, you know, concept to comprehend, but like children are prime examples of like how in cue they are with their physiological like hunger cues and like when they eat and a child doesn't know whether to eat a pan dulce or to eat a piece of meat or whatever, or what that does for them, you know, or mm. anything like that. Like all they know is they're going to fuel their bodies and they're going to eat what they like and they're going to not eat what they don't like. That's <laughs> so <know>? true. <laughs> yeah. And kind of like, you know, stepping into that role of just kind of like, okay, like, how am I feeling? Like, you know, how does this food affect me as well? Like, does it make me feel feel good? Like, does it make me bloated? Like, does it, you know, make my stomach hurt? And, you know, kind of really coming into tune, like with your body and asking yourself those questions, like, you know, am I hungry? Like, have I reached fullness? Um, You know, if I continue to eat, like what's going to be, you know, the effects of that and kind of just like, you know, really getting in, in sync with your own body and like, 
listening to it, understanding it, knowing how to fuel it before you even like need, you know, someone to tell you what to eat, when to eat it and how to eat it, to be completely honest. Um, you know, cause a lot of people think they need meal plans. Like they, mm. they think that I need someone to tell me what to eat. No, mijita, like you <laughs> don't, <laughs> you, you can eat whatever your heart desires, you know, and like what the foods that you love, like, you know, just getting, getting sync with your body and like what it needs. And that would be a good start. God, that is so valuable. Just even just mm-hmm. like, uh, we know another coach and he says gold nugget. <laughs> yes. Um, that's so good. Um, because I can say for me that I was an emotional eater Yeah, and I didn't, I kind of was aware, but not aware if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think working with you finally made me realize, like, I don't have to eat because I'm mad at my husband. <laughs> I don't have to eat because he's gone working and I haven't seen him. I It's good. I don't have to eat because I feel lonely or whatever. So, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely changed my approach to eating. So, guys, yeah. you don't have to stop eating your pozole or your... Um, <laughs> like your arroz con gandules. I love arroz con gandules. You know they have great Puerto Rican yeah. food in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, and you can have arroz and frijoles for the same meal. Like, <laughs> girl, so yeah. good. Um, as we wrap up, Perla, I know that you're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and so am I. And that's, I think that's a lot of our conversations that we're starting to have because yeah. when you find someone it doesn't matter kind of like if they're ahead or behind, if you're an entrepreneur and you're on that journey, it's just like, Oh girl, like welcome. We're in the same world here. Right. Um, Or like uh, Brene Brown says like the same arena, but Mm -hmm. I kind of just want to talk a little bit about becoming an entrepreneur, but doing it scared. If that makes sense. Yeah. What can you say Uh, about that from your experience? Well, I think, um, you know, as a one, a first generation, like college student, um, I've been doing things scared since I left my parents' house. (laughs) 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 Everything, because, you know, everything is so new, like, yeah, like you can go to your parents and to your siblings about like certain things and stuff. But like, you know, it, no, I don't really like know much people that have like walked this line, like for like, you know, that I'm walking, um, you know, in a lot of like areas of my life and especially like being a military uh, like spouse as well is is a whole new thing of scary. Um, but, you know, I I think I'm entrepreneurship is new doing things scared is not uh, for me. Um, And that's just, and a lot of us I'm sure can, can relate to that in in so many aspects and, you know, kind of the whole aspect of like not wanting to like fail um, is very much so like present, you know, like you don't want to fail. You want to give like your, your absolute best, like, you know, you want to show people that you genuinely like care about them and like you care about their success and like, you know, what they're looking for and getting the results that they, you know, come to you for, and you you put this like so much internal like pressure on yourself mm-hmm. that it like kind of starts to like weigh you down. Um, you know, so even though like you're doing it scared, um, 
you know, there's this like pressure that you put on yourself. That's like kind of unhealthy. Um, so, you know, my, my thing has just kind of been like, you know, these conversations were the scariest for me because I didn't want to be seen as a phony. Like I didn't know what I was talking about. And especially to my people, like, let's be completely like honest because like, you know, me and I know you, like, I know where you come from and you know where I come from, you know? So it's intimidating, like, you know, trying to be in this position of just like, I want to help you and like be in these conversations with other Latinas that are one more successful than you, you know, however you want to see it, or, or, you know, you start to compare yourself and it's just kind of like, we had our conversation and then I started having more conversations. And then, you know what? I realized it was the devil (laughs) (laughs) telling me all these lies because Preach, preach. I I have never had a conversation with another Latina that has made me feel any less than, you know, if anything, I have always felt such an encouragement, you know, having these conversations with Latinas like you, other people, you know, who are in our space. And it has just like fired me up. It's just like, you know what, Perla, like you do have space here. Like you can show up. And even though I'm still learning, even though I'm still very new, you know, at at my business and in my journey of entrepreneurship, like the people and the Latinas that I've surrounded myself like with have made me feel much more. And not that I need the validation, you know, but it was, it was even scarier trying to do it on your own because that's kind of how we approach life thinking like Latinas because you know I said like sola and you Mm -hmm. know you got to be independent and you have to be strong and you got to you know but doing it scared you know is is just it's just a way of doing it courageously you know and taking that step forward and my mom runs you know two of um two businesses for for her and my dad and she's done it scared her entire life with like a middle school, you know, education. So if anything, wow. it has really inspired me um, to, to do it scared and to do it without knowing everything and not having to like, I need to know every single little thing before I can start. It's just like, no, like go for it. I love that because, oh my God, I love everything you just said <laughs> because we, so one, we do start to believe lies. Right. Yes. And I talk about that a lot. Like mm-hmm. we start to believe these lies and then because of IG or mm-hmm. Facebook or whatever, it's so easy yeah. to compare yourself. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was kind of fun that, you know, Facebook and IG were down because you couldn't compare yourself for that moment. I'm just kidding. That's me trying to be funny guys. It's not always yeah. good, <laughs> but, um, I, this is why I think that it's so important that we lift each other up. Yes. Right. Because it's so interesting how, I mean, someone could be Cuban, Puerto Rican from Honduras, but there's something there that we have in common. And we're like, what for real? Like, you know, and it happens all the time. And it's kind of like a, you have to be there kind of moment where you're like, wait, what? Oh my God. My Willita did that too. Right. Um, And it's so interesting how, how that happens. But when we actually embrace one another, when we kind of make a space for each other, when we share a platform with each other, whatever, however it looks, when mm-hmm. we just celebrate each other, we just empower one another. Yes. And then you show the next generation, like, look, there ain't no competition here. We don't, this is no. not what this is. No, it's this. not about, because my success and your success can be totally different. 
Yes. Right. Exactly. Like your success could be that, oh, you know what? I want to make a hundred K in the next, I don't know, six months or whatever. My success could be like, I just, you know, want to be debt free for, or whatever. Yeah. Right. It's just a def- a different yeah. definition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that entrepreneurs, we come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Some of us have degrees. Some of us didn't finish college. Some of us, you know, have a passion for different things. So it's just a place where I think that because we all are on a journey mm-hmm. and we need to celebrate it. And those who are ahead, mm-hmm. wherever you are, even if you're just a year ahead, turn mm-hmm. around and like, just lift the next person up. Yeah, for sure. You know, and so that's that's what I think. Obviously, we could talk about entrepreneurship and go deeper into it, but I think that I love what you shared about you've been doing things scared, and that's the most important thing. Like, you're never gonna get it right. It's never gonna be perfect. Exactly. And while you're calculating and premeditating how to, you know, make it perfect, you could have already done the thing and then tweak it later. (laughs) You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. So anything else you want to share? Yeah. You know, I, I get this topic a lot, you know, and, and, you know, it's just, you know, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit of like, how do you love your body? Like, you know, how, how do you come to terms of like accepting your body for like what it is and, you know, what it's grown into. And this one's a hard one for like everyone. And I just kind of wanted to share a little bit, you know, on this like topic is like, there really is no right way to love your body. Like women's bodies come in all different colors, shapes, and sizes, but they do so much for us. I think, you know, one of the first steps that like a, a Latina a woman can like, you know, take into this, this love, this, you know, learning to love is, is really how to honor and respect your body for everything that it does. Mm-hmm. Um and, and one thing that really isn't like spoken like much about or really like normalized is that our bodies are constantly changing, like from a very young age, like into your teens, into like early adulthood, into like burying children, like getting older. Um, and it is completely normal for our bodies to adapt, like into the new life we enter as we grow, um, you know, and having respect for your body, like through these changes, changes your own perspective as to how you see yourself and how you view your body. And you actually start to appreciate it in a way that you no longer criticize it. And for me, that goes way deeper than just trying to love your body all the time. Like, you know, like it's just, it it is just, it, it is just like a deep respect that you have for it through its changes and like what it does for you. Um, And then, you know, loving your body will like, it will kind of just like come through it because like you honor and you respect it. Um, And it's a work in progress. Like you're not going to wake up one day and like love it. And then the next day, like be, it's going to happen. Like you're going to like it one day and that same night, you're not going to like it because your body changes throughout the day too. So (laughs) Like, yeah. So, you know, there, there isn't just one way to like, love your body. Cause it's, it's unrealistic to love it all the time. It really, is, wow. it really isn't, um, you know, but to honor and respect it, you can definitely have that more consistently. Wow. I, so I love that there's more than one way to love your body, but yeah. also I love what you said, like honor and respect it. And then just being real, like you're not always 
no. going to like, like, like your body. And it's true, especially when you got some jeans that you're just like, mm, yeah. I'm not feeling you anymore. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So it's just put the side and put something else that's going to make you look sexy AF. Like, <laughs> yes, I was speaking you know? for myself because I have yeah. these black jeans that I love, but they, girl, they don't fit yeah. right anymore. <laughs> you just some new black jeans that will make you look and feel great. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a hoarder of my jeans, <laughs> but I, yes, like, I don't know. I just, I think I have that like, wait, I don't want to throw that away, but I, I need to work on that. Um, but I love what you shared because, and I think that's where we cannot compare ourselves. Oh yes. Because I -hmm. need to honor and respect my body. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, like I know my body is God's temple, right? Like, I'm not just saying that it's, this Mm -hmm. is the body I was created to have. And you said something so important and valuable. You said, uh, I think what you said was love your body for all that it does. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I just began to think about being a mother, Mm -hmm. like a mother, your body, you know, if you've been pregnant and you've had children, Mm -hmm. you're giving life. Yes, exactly. And even if you don't have natural children, you you've adopted your children, you're, you're loving that child, you're Mm -hmm. hugging on that child, Mm -hmm. you're, you're giving of yourself. And I think as as women, and as I, I can only speak for myself because I'm, you know, Latina, but as Latinas, we have been raised to be very passionate. That's just in our, in our genes, right? Genes, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, we, we just give so much of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you like to cook and you cook, you mm-hmm. pour so much into I your guess. dinner oh my and you're like, did you like it? Was it uh-huh. And you want to see everyone enjoying their food and you're like, yeah, okay, cool. You know? So I just, that I love that you said that that was so, so powerful. Yeah. Oh my God. That was so good. <laughs> we could keep talking, girl. I know we can. <laughs> we just, oh my gosh, I could just go deep into that. So tell us a little bit about like what you're doing. Like, I know you have a program and if you can just tell everyone where to find you, maybe tell us a little bit about, uh, your it's called Chingona confidence, right? So tell us about that. Yeah. So, you know, I work one-on-one, um, with Latina women who, you know, have goals, you know, whatever that goal might be. Um, you know, but essentially it's, it's a safe space, you know, where a Latina can come and talk to me and we can, you know, uncover any like food rules that, you know, she has like lived by all of her lives. And it's a place to be, you know, educated and and learn how our cultural food still fits in our, you know, lives. So, you know, it's, it's a one-on-one, you know, I I work with Latinas one-on-one right now. I am in the works of like creating like a more a course like group coaching like program for early next year so that will be like coming out but you know I just like for me it's just it's a place where you know I, I want to have these conversations and be real be like honest you know and just like uncover all of this like all or nothing mentality when it comes to like what we want for our bodies so you know for Latinas who are are really ready to like, you know, develop healthy habits and heal their relationship with food that go 
of, you know, those food rules and go after their goals while honoring their body. So um, I'm on Instagram at latina.strength. Um, you can definitely DM me like there. I'm more than happy to, you know, have conversations and just, you know, move, help Latinas move forward, like in their lives, within their health. So cool. And I just want to throw it out there. She is in the Fearless Mujer Facebook tribe oh, community yes. so you could hit yes. her up on there if you want yes, yes. yep i'm there too <laughs> um but thank you perla for so i'm gonna add your your ig in the show okay. notes um but thank you so much for having a cup of virtual cafecito with me today no, thank you for having me, Kayla. I know our conversations are always just so great. We dive so deep into so many different topics, you know, and I love that we can always just relate in so many like ways with our cultura, like how yeah. we face, like what things are facing with now and not only like health and fitness, but like entrepreneurship and like life in general. So oh, yeah. man, I love our conversations. They're always such a blast. Yeah. And I'm just going to throw this out there real quick. Yeah. I, I remember telling you that I felt like eating when my husband was gone or something like that. And you're like, oh, me too. I was going to eat some tacos. <laughs> so I love that you could yeah. just be real. Like, and I said this last time, but when you can find people like that, just keep yeah. them. They're yeah. keepers. Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not perfect. Like no, not perfect. And I, we are foodies here in my house. Like we love exploring foods, but you know, we also like to be fit and I don't want help. Um, sitting <laughs> on the toilet when I'm your viejita. So girl, <laughs> you know, that's so. another episode. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my goal. <laughs> so I would enjoy the foods I eat, but I also don't want help sitting on the toilet when I'm vieja. So <laughs> that's the perfect ending to this episode (laughs) um hey guys if you want to learn to love your body you want to heal from whatever negative views you have about food and restricting yourself and dieting if you've worked with other coaches and they haven't helped you I'm just gonna say it Perla (laughs) will help you Perla cares about you so anyway go follow her talk to her you will be inspired by her Have a great day, everyone. Hey girl, wasn't that episode so empowering and inspiring? Hey, do me a favor, share this episode with the women in your life because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. You can share this episode with your amigas by texting them the link, posting it on social, and you can also tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'll make sure to give you a shout out. Hey, guess what? I am currently building the Fearless Mujer Network and I would love for you to come be a founding member. It is a more intimate space where you will get exclusive resources, coaching, mentoring, giveaways, and so much more. You can come be a part of that network by going to rebrand.ly forward slash fearless mujer network. And if you missed that link, don't worry. It's in the show notes. It'll take you right there. Hey, If you have been looking for more support, you need clarity when it comes to pursuing your goals and your dreams. Maybe you have a lot of ideas or maybe you feel a little bit held back. Wherever it is that I can serve you, I would love to be there to guide you, to support you. So connect with me. Schedule a 30-minute cafecito and connection call with me. You can go to fearlessmujer.com, click on coaching, and you'll find a link that'll take you straight to my calendar. So go ahead and connect with me. 
me. You can also find that link in the show notes. And hey, if you haven't left a review for the Fearless Mujer podcast and you have Apple, go ahead and leave me a review. Let me know that you're loving this podcast. All right, girl. God bless.